And I'm Tasha, and this is Girl Code. So welcome back to another episode, and today's topic of conversation will be learning to love yourself. So Tasha, do you have any input? I think this is a very, very close to home topic. I feel like for everyone here, you too. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's something that. I personally feel everyone should. I mean, everyone should learn to love themselves, but everyone goes through a different process to get there. And yep. I guess we're gonna talk about how people can get there and what it means to love yourself. That's right. Okay, so to join in on this very special and meaningful podcast, we would like to invite our favorite class T one T five bimbo, Sherilyn Chan. <laughs> Hi, Sherilyn. Hi, Sherilyn. Would you like to introduce yourself a little bit more than just a dumb bimbo character? Um, I would like to say that my bimbo character is just a character. That's true. Okay, <laughs> I feel like like every time I see you being like like online, mm-hmm. and people always think you're like this like silly girl who's like a little bit lost and stuff. But and stupid. I, yeah, I feel like a lot of you don't know who Sherilyn really is. So she's actually really smart. Aww, yeah, she's an sweet. SMU scholar. So <laughs> I'm expecting you to have some really like interesting scholar inputs today. <laughs> yes. You have a very interesting personality in real life. So yeah, share share something about yourself. Um I don't really know what to share. <laughs> okay, self-love. That's yeah. the topic of today. How do you feel about self-love? Um I think it's something that I really struggled with and I think it took me 21 years to really understand like what is self-love because I always thought like last time I'm like okay people tell you to love yourself like of course I love myself why would I hate myself until I realized that if I actually did love myself there's a lot of decisions that I would not have made mm. otherwise so it's only then when I realized when I really really understood like what self-love means and I would like to share with all of you so hopefully you can learn to love yourself as well. Yeah. yeah. So I just want to add in, right? I've known Sherilyn for about what? Three, three years. Three, almost four years yeah. now. And I've kind of seen her grow up from like this 18-year-old girl mm. to like who she is today and so many bad decisions along the way. Yeah, and so many. <laughs> yeah, and, and as as someone who's older than her, I feel like a lot of the decisions she made when she was younger was like decisions that kind of like made me feel like she didn't really love herself a lot. Yeah. She had a lot of love for other people and she kind of like forgot to kind of give the same amount of love back to herself. Mm-hmm. So I think you have a lot of experiences to share. So why not let's just dive right into it, okay? Alright. Yeah, okay. I feel like that's the case, right? With self-love is that you give so much to other people and you forget to give to yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's where you learn when something happens to you, you're like, oh wait like why have i been holding back to myself right correct yeah i think for me right the happiness of others was always first i thought like Mm -hmm. if they are happy then i will be happy but that's not always the case yeah yeah Mm -hmm. but let's just dive right into it so do you want to share any particular experience do you Um, want to talk about anything that happened to you that kind of maybe made you realize how much you were not loving yourself enough mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm Is there one particular case like that? I mean, there were many particular cases. Is there one that like really like struck out? Yeah, that stood out. You're like, this is the time I put my foot down and love myself. So there was a relationship that I was very toxic and Mm -hmm. like, I think the whole Titan knows about it. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but I won't go into too much details, but basically he didn't treat me very well and I kind of let it happen because I didn't know my boundaries. I didn't Mm -hmm. really establish any boundaries. So when he crossed, the boundaries like 
to me it was like it's fine because there wasn't any to begin with and I think like it just got worse and worse like the more you let someone treat you badly the more they will continue to treat you badly because you didn't put your foot down and that's when I realized that like if I if I really respected myself, that I would not have let those things happen. And I think that like a lot of people who had to watch that happen to me was like quite sad as well. I brought a lot of sadness to a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like at that point of time when I knew you were in that relationship we had a lot of conversation about mm-hmm. me asking you to leave, to yeah. put yourself first and not let people mm-hmm. like harm you like that. Mm-hmm. But but I feel like it's not always so easy for yeah. you to see. It's always easier for a third party to say like, oh, uh, you need to love yourself more. But yeah. as someone who's in a toxic relationship, it can be a bit blurry sometimes. Yeah. yeah so, so why do you think people have trouble loving themselves? I think like, you know, everyone makes mistakes, right? And yeah. then for me, right, when I make a mistake, I really get very hard on myself about it and I'll beat myself up over it. So I think that's when I... When, when you made a mistake like for me normally people will be like okay let's move on but for me it's like why did I make that mistake and like am I useless and I'll start to self-doubt myself as well mm-hmm. and then when you have a toxic partner who maybe say some words that bring you down you really start to believe it and you start to question your self-worth and that's when you kind of spiral because when you're at that lowest point and, and you, you allow people to treat you badly because you're treating yourself badly by filling your thoughts with like such negative things mm-hmm. yeah how do you feel like you got out of feeling that way because you know when mm-hmm. you're you if you're in a toxic relationship or really any relationship where you don't feel your best and you have no boundaries set in the first place how do you manage to put your foot down and get out of it because I've been in a similar situation and it was very hard for me to identify until it was like too late and I was really like I, I, I don't know what to do anymore and I'm like really oh alone God. now I, know? I've been in the same boat <laughs> yeah it's like so hard to pull yourself yeah. out of that yeah. and it I feel like regardless of what everyone says before mm-hmm. you don't want to like believe that yeah. that's how someone's treating you mm-hmm. so how did you like take the advice and move forward i think it took me really long i think um, at the three month mark of my relationship i kind of identified that it was toxic like i had a gut feeling Mm -hmm. and it took me two years to leave the relationship yeah man i remember that (laughs) wait 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 you were in the relationship for three months and you took two years to get out of it no 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 i was in the relationship for two years but at the three month mark i knew it was toxic but she didn't really act on it yeah oh, that's what yeah. she's trying to okay. say okay i think um how you identify a toxic relationship is when you because normally for me i like to share with my friends about my relationship especially mm-hmm. when having problems right mm-hmm. and i think like when you get so scared to tell your friends about something you kind of know that it's toxic already because your friends have your best interest so when you have to like make an effort to hide things from them right that's when you know something's wrong that's true that makes sense I I was so scared to tell like Jess or Debbie like about Mm -hmm. anything bad that happened because every time I tell them they'll tell me to leave and I know that I should leave Mm -hmm. but I love it yeah yeah Yeah, I feel like so many so many people have been in the same position like we totally get you correct like we said just now, I feel like all of us have been in somewhat a toxic relationship, right? Mm. So I myself have been in one before uh, my current partner. Yeah. So I, I, I identify with Sherilyn on the point that she raised about having like being scared to tell your friends because mm. I was scared to tell not just my friends but my family about my partner and mm-hmm. and I think one of the things that he did to me was guess like me. So every time I tell I told my partner about how his actions had hurt me, he kind of, you know, kind of just turns it on me and mm-hmm. makes it my fault instead. Mm. And I think that's where it started to make me really feel like 
I, I can't trust my feelings anymore. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you just become so easily manipulated. Yes. Like everything he said that I was doing wrong, I was just like, okay, maybe yes, I'm really doing it wrong. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I feel like in that way, you kind of diminish your self-love for yourself because yeah. you start to disregard all your feelings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so that's what happened to me. And it, it was really quite difficult to get out of it. it. It actually took a lot of courage. Yeah, I can relate to that 100%. Yeah, I think when someone like really, they know how to manipulate you, you really start to question like every single thing. Like if, if whether you are what they, are, they say you are and whether you can really, you know, trust yourself. And I think like, that's the point where you, you get to your lowest point. And mm-hmm. It's very, very hard to come back up from there. But maybe more than relationships. Like, I guess self-love can be affected in other areas of your life as well. Like family problems and stuff like that. Do you guys have any of those experiences? Mm, personally, not so much. But I do remember when I was at a like very low point in my life. Mm-hmm. It was very hard for me to share it with my family too. So I felt like I was all alone. Um to build and bring myself back up and it was it was very very tough but like I feel like I'm so glad I went through that because of the person I am today and mm-hmm. I would never want it any other way because you know when you realize to learn to love yourself you're like this is the best feeling ever because you know what you deserve mm-hmm. so yeah I feel like onwards the process after is great how about how did you feel um for me I think I have a cousin who's the exact same age as me and we actually went to the same uh, primary school as well so we got constantly compared to each other mm-hmm. like because we went in the same school in the same grade and then she's always like smarter she does well academically and then she went to a JC and I went to a poly and traditionally people would say that JC people are smarter and everything so it was just like this constant comparison that like I just it kind of like made me feel like oh I mean since she's smarter than me then I should just not try anymore mm-hmm. yeah and mm-hmm. and that but then luckily um my mom like she recognized that early and she stopped comparing me already so mm-hmm. I think that helped because I think if she were to continue comparing me I think that I would have really given up yeah, yeah actually I've heard of some parents who push their kids too hard you mm-hmm. know to want them to excel on the same level as other kids but I feel like it's something that the parents also have to learn along the way that who your child eventually becomes is how you treat them so yeah. if you con- like constantly compare your kids it kind of makes them feel like everything they do is not good enough for you correct, yeah. Correct. yeah yeah so i yeah. i feel like there's actually really a lot of aspects when it comes to self-love and it's just a very like holistic thing to tackle so being being social influences all of us right mm-hmm. do you ever feel like like your life is not enough because like, you're on social media so much and then you see everyone else having these things and you n- don't necessarily have the same things. Yeah. Sometimes I do. Yeah, yeah, I feel like everyone does, right? Because it's so easily accessible and it's like such a prominent part of our lifestyle that we just keep scrolling and you see things and you're like, oh, I want that. Wait, why yeah. don't I have that? But I, I used to be in that that mindset where I was like, wait, like I really want this. Like why, why am I? I'm like feeding off of it. But it was so bad for me mm-hmm. because... I would constantly criticize about things what about like things about that I don't have mm-hmm. and that wouldn't put me in a good mindset so I realized like taking time off of social media maybe like cut down on what I see who I follow mm. and put out more positivity in the content I consume mm-hmm. that kind of helped me but yeah like I can come I can completely understand like comparing yourself to other people yeah, yeah. like sometimes I see 
Okay, I know it's weird coming from me, but sometimes I see people getting gifts, right? Yeah. From certain sponsors. And like I'm just PR like, why don't, you, why don't I get the same thing? <laughs> but then, but then I, 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 I reflect back and, and like look at all the things that I get and I'm mm-hmm. just like, okay, honestly, you just have to be thankful for what you have. Mm-hmm. And I know it's very easy to always look at what other people have that you don't and that, you know, you feel envy and you feel jealous, but you, you just have to like take a step back every once in a while and just really like relish the moment and relish the things that you have and appreciate them. And, and like, mm. like what Tasha said, stepping back, stepping out of social media actually for a while actually does good to you. Like mm. we call it a social media detox and it's mm-hmm. a phrase that's yeah. been used quite often. And I honestly think everyone could use it every once in a while, especially in this yeah. day and age, right? Everyone, everyone is just flaunting their stuff yeah. on social yeah. media, right? I think it's very important to also note that like everyone's just trying to portray the best version mm-hmm. of themselves yeah. on social exactly. media. So not everything is real. Like not everyone is happy 24-7, but yeah. maybe they just don't want to share the more unglam and unhappy moments of their life. So I think that that's something that you should always bear in mind as well when you compare yourself to other people like they, they might have it as bad as you but they just don't want to show it yeah. yeah it's like that for everything I feel like no one's gonna show the unglam side of them yeah. right like who's gonna want to look at that yeah, but correct. it's like, true <laughs> it's so abnormal if everyone's happy 24-7 like getting Gucci bags like you know, like how, yeah, how yeah. abnormal yeah, is true, that that's true so I could be crying at home but then like <laughs> I'm just gonna post this photo <laughs> of myself smiling and yeah. looking all glamorous but yeah I think that's a lot that's what a lot of like young kids who are very impressionable they mm-hmm. kind of have the wrong mindset about social media mm-hmm. like you see all these like celebrities they're living their best life and yeah and but he, what you don't know is yeah. that they're struggling with privacy that's their true. paparazzi's following oh, yeah, them 24 7 that's true so they can't even be themselves correct yeah. so never ever compare yourself to whatever you see on social media it's just yeah. super unrealistic yeah right. it's like so it's a very normal process to compare because i feel like it's just embedded in us humans mm-hmm. to want uh, things yeah. that like we don't have but it takes um like it takes courage and like your own um mind uh what's that word strong will <laughs> yeah your strong will to 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 yeah. think about it in another way like not That's always true. you say comparison is the teeth of joy okay <laughs> wise words from the scholar <laughs> <laughs> okay but like i mean we shared all these stories about like how how different aspects of our life can affect mm-hmm. our ability to love ourselves, right? Then how would you guys encourage or how, how do you think people can choose to learn, like choose to like love themselves? Like how do you learn? Mm-hmm. Because it's not a subject that you learn in school. Yeah. Yeah. So it's something that you picked up along the way, right? It honestly should be a subject you learn in school. It'd be right. so helpful. Right. Yeah. Okay. So for this. me, right, like especially during circuit breaker, I think that was the period where I really like realized that I didn't love myself. So what I did was I think it starts from self awareness mm-hmm. because not everyone is aware that they don't love themselves until mm-hmm. they really dig deep. So what helped me was meditation. I meditated every day for about fifteen minutes and you can like kind of Google or YouTube all those meditation videos, they are free, you can consume them. And um, for me, I like to bottle up my feelings a lot. So it's I don't... It's so bad. Yeah, it's really Why? bad. It's unhealthy. Yeah, I know. But for yeah. me, it's like... Because I want everyone around me to be happy, right? Okay. So I don't want to tell them anything that is bad that happening to me because I don't want them to feel sad after hearing it. But you must have an outlet to, to make... Like, how do you make yourself feel better if you bottle everything up? So I meditate. <laughs> so that made it, made yeah, a, made it really better. Made it, that gave me an outlet, I guess. Actually, okay. what happens when you meditate? Okay, so you kind of are you asking yourself questions? No, no. So you, you basically clear your mind. So when you like, you kind of like uh, focus on your breathing, and then sometimes like thoughts will come in, yeah. And then you kind of like view them as a passing cloud. 
So it's like you acknowledge them, but you don't like indulge in it. Because right. I think like when you are when something negative is happening to you, right, you try to like blow it up. Then it's like oh my god, like today's a bad day, but that is my entire life that is bad. It's not just a bad day. Like yeah, why yeah. is the world out to get me? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if you just like just sit by yourself and you're like okay, it's a bad day, let's pass. You acknowledge the yeah, thought. you acknowledge it, and I think acknowledging it is like it's you're not like denying it it's not toxic you're not pushing it away you're just addressing it as it is mm-hmm. and I think like understanding like why you react a certain way like asking mm-hmm. yourself like why am I actually feeling this sad I think that really helps you to understand and from there you, once you understand yourself you mm-hmm. you start to <coughs> love yourself because you know that whatever decisions you make it was the best decision that you have could have made at that point of time given the resources and circumstance mm-hmm. and then that's when you really start to like uh, be more accepting of yourself yeah. yeah I feel like there's a lot of people I know who are so hard of hard on themselves for yeah. the decisions that they make and it's quite it's quite sad so I guess in a way we just have to learn how to take it easy every once in a while yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think loving yourself is like at least personally is, is something you have to go through like you go mm-hmm. through something where it contradicts how you feel about yourself and then you realize that oh shit like th- I'm not like treating myself well so yeah. it's a very personal process yeah like I feel like in one way I, I've seen myself like not practicing self-love it's like you know sometimes you get like acknowledgements for doing well like yeah. maybe like my boyfriend would say oh good job baby you, you managed to do well for your exam yeah. and then I'm just like oh no like I just got lucky yeah like I hate it when that happens but I still do self- it like yeah, self like negative self yes. yeah, and I, I try I try not to indulge in them but every now and then it comes out and I think it's normal but mm-hmm. always just kind of like remind myself that hey I worked hard for this grade right, I deserve right. it you know like yeah. be gentle with yourself correct yeah, yeah. and just I think it's important to know that self love is a journey it's not a destination so it's not like okay today I love myself and that's it you must like yeah, it's an ongoing true. process like every yeah. day you have to take the effort to like talk like positive things to yourself or like taking some time before you sleep to meditate like all this it's like a it's like kind of a exercise for mm-hmm. your mind yeah and it's definitely not all like sunshine and rainbows mm-hmm. however like people make it sound they're like oh Correct. my god self-love like positive yeah. vibes like it's so it's it's a, like I, I like cry like all Correct. night but then i feel my love for yeah. myself you know it's like a very dark process but yeah. mm. and like meditation to- you tend to cry a lot also and it's actually a very tiring process you don't even though you're sitting there right but your mind is going through so much mm-hmm. so i think it's like so you do you cry really, when you meditate yes i do there's this meditation for letting go <laughs> Wow. And they will really like they will make you like imagine yourself like yeah in this uh, mountain and then you are throwing it like off the throwing like this rock off the mountain and then you really feel like you're throwing that weight that has been like holding your heart. Like visualization. Yeah, yeah. You're like it's a kind wow. of hypnotization. Can you almost. send me this link? Okay, I, <laughs> I don't know if my simple brain could comprehend. <laughs> no, really, okay. it's like you really get into this trance and you really feel like you're letting go. Yeah, but I feel like this topic is a little bit difficult for me because I feel like everyone learns to love themselves differently. There is mm-hmm. no like black or white path yeah. that you have to go through. And I think some people learn it in an easier way than others. You know, other people, they struggle to, you know, fi- eventually get there. Mm-hmm. But but I, I don't want this podcast to come across as like, oh, Freaky. you have to do this and yeah, this and yeah. this and this to get self-love. It's always, it's, it's a never-ending journey. Yeah. Like, like you may love your, you may eventually come to love yourself like mm-hmm. one day but like it, the, the journey just doesn't stop there you know mm-hmm. you have to like constantly do it so yeah. so yeah I feel like it's a little bit hard to talk about but 
Mm. I feel very strongly for it. Same. I do too. I think I think for me, I think that is what's important, right? Is to establish your own boundaries. Because different people got different boundaries. Like maybe mm-hmm. you're okay with uh people like saying some things, but some people might not be okay with people saying that certain thing. So I think it's good to like just take up your notepad and like uh jot down what makes you uh, angry what makes you sad and then when people cross that boundary you need to tell them like uh, this does not make me feel comfortable yeah 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 because yeah, yeah. it's a process that only mm. you can set for yourself because you Correct. can only do any like you can only uh you can only control what you think um, yeah, yeah. yeah so like why do you why do you guys think self-love is so important like at all like in this day or mm-hmm. for anything at all why is it important I feel personally for me I I've seen people struggle who struggle with self-love eventually kind of succumb to just a life of like like settling what like they just settle for less not than they deserve yeah less than they deserve mm-hmm. and then and then you know I know that deep inside they're not happy but and they there's just so settle. much potential right yeah. and, and I don't and I feel like it's such a wasted like life to live like you have mm-hmm. one life and mm-hmm. if you don't learn to like love yourself and live your life to the fullest then mm-hmm. It's a bit sad and I don't... And I, especially for like the people I love, for the people around me, I don't like to see that happen to them. And I, that's why I try and spread as much like positivity in my, in, in my own way. Like mm-hmm. I make jokes, I try and make people laugh. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like that's as much as I can do, but I wish I could do more, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know, in my, I remember when uh, I was coming to a point where I was being happy with myself and I was setting boundaries, as you said, Sherilyn. Yeah. People were like they would come to me and they're like, oh, why is she like on such a high horse? Like, why is she being so yeah, yeah. Uh, narcissistic? But I feel like it comes off that way a lot of the times, but yes. people don't realize it's you're just taking a stand for yourself. Yes. And if you're comfortable doing something, that's fine. But if you're not, that's also okay. Yeah. Like people see it sometimes as being like a bitch and you're mm-hmm. not trying yeah, But to. I think it's also good to filter out those friends that perhaps mm-hmm. like, don't respect our boundaries. Yeah. That's right. That's it's like, right. that's why it's something, it's really good that we're talking about this. So it makes it a normalized conversation where yeah. people understand there's a difference between self-love and being a narcissist. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people like tend to confuse the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's also, it's because we only have one life, right? We should leave it for ourselves because at the end of the day, right? Everyone's like searching for maybe a boyfriend or family or friends, but at the end of the day, the most important relationship is the relationship you have with yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's like this quote from the Fort in our stars. It's like, we only accept the love that we think we deserve. That's true. And I really, really agree with that statement because how you love yourself is how you teach how other people how to love you. Mm-hmm. So if you don't treat yourself right, then you're only going to accept the love that maybe it's like this 20%, but then you could have got 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In a way, I guess that's yeah. a very simple analogy to make. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I feel like self-love should be taught from a young age. Yeah. I, I think I just learned it a little bit too late. I learned it at 21. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, we all learn. I, I, I was around that age too. Yeah, if they taught me this, maybe I wouldn't have that much heartbreaks, honestly. Dude, me too. High five. High five. <laughs> but like, I think in one way, like my inability to love myself from a young age, right, I actually developed, I actually... Became stronger. No, no, as in like... I, no. I'm just trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, like... Because I learned how to love myself at a kind of late age. Like, yeah. Late, like like mid twenties, right? I feel like it actually took a toll on my self esteem as a person. How? Okay, so actually, if you all know me well, I actually don't really have a very high self esteem. Mm-hmm. So I know I post a lot of photos on of like mm-hmm. my face and like my my body on Instagram, but actually I I struggle a lot with how I look. So 
there's this term called body dysmorphia. Yeah, and I think I suffer from that because mm-hmm. every time I look at myself in the mirror, I just feel like, oh my god. I look bad. And I know and I know that I don't and I know I'm at an acceptable size. I'm in a healthy range mm-hmm. and I'm not like like clinically obese or anything. But it's just that I struggle with how I look and I think that stems from like the inability to accept myself for who I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just gonna ask like why do you feel like that? I don't know. Is it because you compare yourself to other people or like other looks or something you I guess, have? I guess. I mean maybe I, I, I think you have a valid point, you know. Mm-hmm. We, we are social media influencers so yeah. I've spent a lot of time on Instagram right and I see like you know a lot of other girls a lot of other influencers who are like long and skinny legs which I like and then oh they are God, fair same. and I'm just like I'm tan you're and beautiful like shut I up the thing is <laughs> I, I suffer from that too <laughs> no that's the thing the thing is I know that I I should love myself and I know that I I could be good looking to some people as in I, I accept that but the thing is I feel like this whole self-esteem issue is just because I feel like I'm not good enough. Yeah. Okay. And, why, and why does that happen? Because I don't love myself enough. Yeah. So it's just like a mm, constant okay, okay. cycle, yeah. constant struggle that I'm still trying to learn how to cope with. Mm. And I think it helps that yeah. my boyfriend, you know, like my partner is someone who constantly mm-hmm. like uplifts me. He's like, no, don't think so much. You're really good looking. Like, mm-hmm. like he will tell me things like, oh, I'm so lucky to have you. And like, you're so beautiful and stuff like that. And I think that really helped me along the way to learn how to love myself better. Yeah. So yeah. That's why I say it's like an ongoing journey because even now, I'm still learning to love myself. And there's a lot of moments where I'm like, okay, like I really think that like I'm fat or I'm ugly. Girl, like you are the skinniest <laughs> Titan member. No. If I may say <laughs> so myself. If I like, you know, if I cannot find a boyfriend, then I'm like, is there something wrong with me? <laughs> but like a lot of things, like even not for me, like other people, like even though you say that, okay, I need to accept myself. But if certain things in your life, like, don't go your way you'll start to doubt yourself like if example if i think that okay today i'm beautiful but then why is it that my crush rejected me you know yeah so i feel like the people in your life yeah. can have an effect oh, and yeah, a tremendous sure. one and a tremendous yeah. one at that you mm. know so i feel like we have to be really careful with the people who we decide to let into yes, our lives yes. and i think people don't understand how important that is because yeah. like I mean, in school, we are taught to, like, you know, make friends with people and, you know, have to be nice to people. But the thing is, you have to know at the end of the day, not everyone's going to be good for you. Yeah, you must keep your inner circle, like, really, really healthy. Like, you have to really evaluate whether this person is good for your mental health because you are the people who you surround yourself with. Yeah. So this brings us into our next topic, which is how do you think you maintain a healthy relationship with yourself? In the sense where, where do you think you draw the line for other people or yourself? Or even how, to what extent are you aware of your feelings on self-love or anything like that? Um, I think it's really important to forgive yourself. So you, you have to know that like you're, at the end of the day, you're human and you make mistakes. And you're not perfect. So when you make mistakes, just learn and then don't do it again. And you just learn from your mistakes and move on don't be so hard on yourself because like don't overthink and be like okay it's because I'm being useless but everyone have their bad days and you just have to accept that yeah Yeah. literally no one's perfect so I don't know why everyone's like oh that's perfect but I don't think anything's perfect I feel like everyone's born in their bodies and that's just your like 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 when you see someone like having everything going well for them you don't go and compare like okay she's having everything well for me why is my life so bad Mm. but perhaps like she has a bad day and you cannot even tell yeah, so I think that it's just important to focus on yourself mm-hmm. instead of like comparing yourself to other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I want to raise one point. Mm-hmm. So actually, when we talk about 
having a healthy relationship with herself, right? One way I try and actually like inculcate that in my life is to take care of my my needs, mm. right? So what I actually do is I allow myself to splurge on yeah. like little treats every now and then. Mm. You know, when you work hard, acknowledge that you work hard. Yeah. You know, don't just like oh I I mean yeah everyone else works hard no you worked hard you deserve a little treat so mm-hmm. like you know what I like to do is like maybe buy yourself a nice meal buy yourself a nice bag buy yourself like whatever you like of course within your means mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I feel like to have self love and to have a healthy relationship with yourself you really just need to kind of like Let treat yourself yes yeah. take yeah. care of yourself treat yourself you know yeah. you deserve it yeah mm-hmm. and I also feel like protecting yourself is very important too in the sense where you whoever as you said whoever you surround yourself with is very important because yeah. they're one of the main influences in your life and your thoughts as well so it's very important to think about the social circle that you're in whether they make you feel happy uplifted or if they make you feel the other way so mm-hmm. yeah I feel like all, all these things are really important and one day or another everyone's gonna love like learn to love themselves so you know like when I'm scrolling on social media right like sometimes you'll see your friends posting negative stuff right mm-hmm. and if it's like you know once in a week is fine but there are some people I don't know if you guys have experienced it who will post it every single day mm-hmm. about how bad they're yes. feeling and how, how bad their life is and I feel Honestly, I feel very negative when I see those kind of stories. So I will hide the story. I don't want to see it anymore. Like, because it really puts me in a very, very bad like state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what you mean. Like, this person may not necessarily be someone who you are very close to. But it yeah. still kind of like affects the way you think and affects the way you feel, right? Yeah, whenever I see that, I feel like I try my best to reach out. And even if it's like two or three times, mm-hmm. I still try my best. But for me, I'm very... Um, emotions and like people's... Um, like, just the way that people are gets to me like i'm very empathetic that way mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. i will try and reach out but if like every day you're gonna post something then i also feel like you're not helping yourself that's true and you're yeah. just like you know putting it as an outlet trying to ask like everyone else to feel bad for you which i also do but i feel like you need to help yourself in that's a way right? right like if you're just gonna keep posting it's not gonna help but if it's just a place to vent then that's also fine i guess it All depends right. who sees it that's yeah. true. And I think the who you follow on Instagram is very important as well because it's what you absorb at the end of the day. So yeah, I like yeah. to follow positive people. Yeah, can I just say, if people unfollow people, I think that should be normalized. I yeah, think it's okay. Like, it's fine. In, in today's age, I feel like people are like, oh my god, you unfollowed me. Then it's, yeah, I don't think it's a Oh my god, you know I have this girl who like hated on me and then I at the end of the day, I found out that it was because I didn't follow her. <laughs> yeah. Psycho. And she started talking <laughs> shit about me. And then I just realized it's just a simple follow. Like, mm-hmm. like you could ask for it, girl. Like, yeah. chill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it should be normalized to unfollow yeah. this. And I think mental health should be normalized as oh, well. Because sure. it's such a taboo, even to, in today's age, to like talk about it. Mm-hmm. And like, because I go for counseling, right? And when you go for counseling, people will think that, oh, you are like psycho you or you mad or you need to go IMH. But it's fine. Like, yeah. not you know, I need someone to talk to and a counselor is like one of the best people to talk to because they are the most impartial and objective. Yeah, mm. I feel like it's such a negative stem Correct. when people are like, oh, you go, you go to like you go a counselor. To counseling. Or psych- <laughs> uh, what is that? Psycho- Psychiatrist? Psychiatrist. But yeah, I feel like we, we should start normalizing it. Yes, we should. Mm-hmm. So with that, I guess we have come to the end of the podcast. So, Charlene, thank you very much for being with us here today and sharing with us your story. And I'm just really glad that, like, 
I saw you move past it, and I'm really happy Aww, for you now. Well I'm, done, Charlotte. I'm, I'm very happy Thank with you. where I'm you are now. now. She is, she is. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, she used to cry so much. I didn't oh know God, how to I deal with it. I used to post emo Aww. stories like every day, and now I don't even post. Yeah, anything. she she's really come like full circle. It's okay, guys. High five, we all did it. Yeah, oh, high five. <laughs> so yeah, I feel like everyone should be proud of their progress. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it'll take some time, but you'll get there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So Tasha. Do you have any last words to wrap up the topic? Yeah, I just think, as you said, everyone's going to get there. And if you don't, like, don't stress it. You'll you'll realize one day or another and you'll find, like, people and circumstances in your life that are going to make you want to really treat yourself right. So, yeah, that's going to be awesome. And so for everyone listening, thank you so much for staying with us all the way till the end. We will be releasing new episodes of Girl Code every Wednesday only on Spotify. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at ladiesfirsttv for more details. And with that, we'll see you next week on Girl Code. Bye! Bye.